0: Well, well, well. We back again. We're now tuning into the Good Days, Great Nights nice podcast. Uh, I tell y'all, every time I get together with my people, it's always good to break bread. Uh, this won't be nothing, uh, nothing like the, you know, the other ones, but it'll be the best one to date. And then every time we do it after this, it'll keep going. Um, if you know me in the cigar world, they call me 33. Alicia and Harrison's daddy or father, depending on what demographic, how you get down. Your auntie's favorite podcast host. She ain't made no potato salad in a long time, so I'm kind of mad at her, you know what I'm saying? So, your uncle's favorite nephew, he calls me and uh, he tells me he's, he's still proud of me. Told me to get back in the saddle. He said, I had enough of a vacation, time to get back into it. Second coming to drill avert just cause I always wanted to be the teddy bear man when I was a kid. And uh, Mr. Will, spin your mom from a half to a whole, just on two step, cause I love the music. This is the Good Days Great Nice Podcast. And I got some, some great people next to me. And uh, we don't introduce you first by your name. We introduce you a little different. A lot of times they may have heard you were a business owner, accounting, a teacher, a father, a husband a wife, and so on and so on, and a friend. Um, but they don't really know the basis of you. So we do this thing called a road trip. So in sense of a road trip, if you want to go somewhere, we can leave right now. We can get up right now. I got my people with me. You got your people. And, we can, and, and everybody don't like driving, but I understand it. But just for the nostalgia of it, that's how you get to know people when you're in the car for a long period of time. So if you can go somewhere, either you pick or you pick, or would you want to drive to? Oh, I like driving to Dallas. You drive to Dallas? Let me see. Let me get you a little closer. I like driving to Dallas. Dallas? Okay. Yes, sir. Mm. All right. So we're going to Dallas. So we're going to Dallas. Mm. Let's say, um, I'm, I'm gonna start and I'm gonna let you bring us into Dallas. So just for kicks and giggles, we'll stop and get some gas. Let's say about Oklahoma City. That, that way it kind of give us half and half point, mm. right? Give me some Whataburger, Patty Mel, do my thing. You get in the pasture seat. We already said our prayers before we left, so we good on that end. You get the ox cord, right. It's five songs that you're gonna play. What? What's this, this, we'll do it like this. We'll do three songs. Okay. So when you say three songs, in the sense of like uh, maybe Saturday morning cleanup, Ooh. when you think about your wife, when you think about your kids, when you, the motivation songs that you need. Okay. What would those? What would those songs be?
1: I'm old school, so one of my favorite songs is Al Green. Okay. And uh, just about anything Al sings, but...
0: Uh, what, which, what, give, me, give me one Al Green one and Al one that you go song. to. One Al Green song.
1: Boy, I'm just not good with names of songs. What's song? <laughs> So are we talking love and happiness? Love and Happiness. Okay. It's one of my favorite ones.
0: Tell me why. Tell me, like, give me a little backstory of the song.
1: Love and happiness makes me think of my dad. He passed away when I was 26.
0: Okay. So okay. So that's you were impossible real close. Real close. Okay. So, and then give me one uh, when you need to pick me up. A pick me up. Oh. That it's going to be all right song.
1: Yeah, it's going to be all right. <sighs> Man, I just like blues, man. Anything Come on, blues. that's now we're talking. Hold on, let me get this right. Come on, man. you said something that I like. Any, you know, uh, Bobby so we, Blue Bland, Bobby Blue Win, yeah, anything. I'll just let it play. I'm, I'm just don't know the names of the no, songs. No, no, that's fine. So, Bobby yeah. Blue Bland, what's By, what's one of his so songs?
0: Bobby Blue
1: Bland, what would he He sings one with BB King, The Thriller Gone, The Thriller Gone. Okay, that's another one. Okay, so, is, so they, oh man, you. Yeah, I
0: know a little bit. So, so <laughs> in the sense of thrill is gone, is that that's like, that's just like, it's like family, just like? old
1: school nostalgia. Thinking of my old man working on his car, I'm out watching him. You know, you know, kids running up and down the street. You know, he's playing. Uh-huh. You know his his songs while he's working on a car, and we, we all hanging out playing. Okay, you know, you're hearing a little blues in the background. Okay, give me, me one more. Oh, that's just
0: stretch.
1: Huh. I mean, I just ain't mm-hmm. a blues dude. Sometimes i throw in some gospel, you know. I
0: got to have at least one of them. Uh, one good some
1: good gospel stuff, you know. See, she
0: get the best of her work, and she get the weight. <laughs> and then get her songs together, so
1: we let you jump out. I don't out know. What purse. are some good gospel songs? Oh, uh, God. <laughs> you, you know, I like some... Uh, got an old hand? I, uh, uh, what's his name? Crouch...
0: Andre Crouch.
1: Andre Crouch, Andre some Crouch. of his old stuff, you know, Going Up Beyond or something okay. like that. Just oh. seeing some of them old choirs sing, you know, okay. and jam out and some of that stuff. I like it. I yeah. like it. Andre yeah.
0: Crouch. Yeah.
1: Um, Just anything gospel. Bobby Blue Bland. You know. And, and, and a little bit of Al. A little bit and, of Al Green. And Al Green. Yeah.
0: Okay, so do me a favor. Yes. Introduce yourself, please.
1: Um, my name is will harris william harris uh-huh. uh father of two come on uh husband of one wife of 32 years carolina i like that and uh i'm blessed highly favored you know got one uh a grandchild and five adopted more or less because i adopted my younger brother when he was 12 okay so we got a total of six grandkids six grandkids together and um, My fa- my life involves around family, of course. That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Now, it's your
0: turn. Oof. Yes, sir. Grab your mic. Get you something to fight with. Let's see here. We're going to Dallas. Okay, we're going okay.
2: to Dallas.
0: So we didn't already make it to wait. Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Now that we're there, we got to go shopping a little bit. So you got to take us to the mall, okay. right? So, no, matter of fact, you got to take us to a winery
2: winery you gotta okay. take it
0: to a winery right she so has no problem doing that <laughs> so what three songs would you play to describe yourself as a person
2: okay i'm gonna start with okay it's written all over your face oh, by oh, rude voice gonna
0: be good. This gonna be good.
1: that's a good one make a dish here. okay
2: um that is where we started so uh like we it. met in college and there was one time we was in his room listening to music and uh, that song came on. And he kept teasing me because he didn't want to say he loved me first, right? Oh. So that song came on and he kept saying, it's written all over your face. And he'd say, you love me, you love me. Well, okay. Anyway, it was uh, just to see how long we could hold out before we said we love... But I think that song, because he kept bringing it up all the uh-huh. time, that was his way to say he loved me. So, okay. Make so that's mission. our song. That's our song. So that's that one. Um, cool. Second song I would pick is rock steady Rocksteady. by Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Um you know uh, Aretha's just ti- uh, she's timeless, you know. Mm-hmm. So anything she does mm-hmm. is uh just it's a staple. Right. But that one in particular, I just love it. I mean, you can't just stand there. You can't just sit you, gotta move. It, you know. You gotta move. Yeah, so anytime singers come to the shop, you know, on a Friday or Saturday night, that? and they, they say any request, that's the one I okay. that's when I go to. Because if they can sing that, then they can sing. You know,
0: they can sing anything. can yeah. control the crowd. Yeah. Last one. What else you got? Give me um. One
2: more. There's a song by Israel Houghton called "Moving Forward." Okay. Tell me about it. Um. It really is a song about not hanging on to past hurts and moving forward through those. Um. And, you know, all of us have hurts at some point in, a, in another in our young adulthood or as kids mm-hmm. or whatever that we have to yeah climb through and over. Facts. You know, um so that's a song that I feel that applies to everyone's life.
0: Yes, ma'am.
2: Emotionally, spiritually, physically, all of it. You know, so to me, that song is just has been a staple for me ever since hearing it. OK. You know, because um, just like you got to let. And it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. Yeah. But at some point, you have to forgive because the unforgiveness isn't hurting them. They, they're they sleeping fine. It's you. you gotcha. Know? So at some point, you've got to just let go and move forward. I know? like it. I so. like it a lot. I like it a lot. Okay.
0: So introduce yourself. Uh,
2: I'm Carolina Harris. Okay. Um, mother of two, officially and one adopted. Uh-huh. Wife of a king. Come on. Um, I like this. You know, uh, grandma. Okay. Yeah. So a uh, friend of very few. I have a small circle. Okay. Um, but I love a lot of people. Yeah. That's good. Yeah.
0: That's good. Okay. So we got, we in a good place. So we got, let me just, let me go, let me brainstorm a little bit. We got rock steady., mm-hmm. Got to move. Mm-hmm. So in Sense of You, is all about a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, moving Forward mm-hmm. is another, the other song. And that's just Sense of Like Forgiving. Mm-hmm. And, and moving forward and not, not necessarily forgetting, but forgiving, allowing yourself to grow and go where you need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and written all over your face. Cause he was scared to say, I love you. <laughs> so, okay. That's, that's a, that's a good list. And then we got the blues. So we we covered <coughs> all the ground, Al Green. Okay. Yeah. And then Andre Crouch. So we're going to be blessed. we are gonna have a good time and we're going to vibe and we'll have some good stories. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, we're in a good place, a good place in this building. Down the, down the street, around the corner, we we'll would say from, a, from the other building. Can you guys tell me where we at?
1: We are at 201 East 21st Street. This is actually our second location. And um, this is uh, what I would call the, the real cigar lounge for guys that really want to sit down and smoke mm-hmm. and enjoy uh, a quiet time to think and regroup. This is more or less what I had in mind when I opened up the cigar lounge for people just to come and, and think yes, you know, and get, the, get their head together.
0: So we're talking cigars, which I got, a, I got, I got a, a good way. Of y'all blending this thing together. Cause it's coffee blend. Mm-hmm. What, how do we get to the, how did we get to the coffee place? How do we get to that part?
1: Well, I want to, I'll, I'll just give the short version. Uh-huh. Um, years ago to come to North Kansas city, we planted a church. Okay. And to do so, we actually purchased a coffee shop. Okay. So that was our way to get into North Kansas City. Where and was
0: the, Where was the coffee shop?
1: Off of Shoto.
0: Okay. Literally, off of Showto.
1: Just just down the road from here. And we outgrew that, and we were able to take that little nucleus from that coffee shop. if yes. We were doing Bible study, and we moved into a church building. So that was so that's where the church where the coffee came in. Of course, I like a good cigar. Always have. Mm-hmm. And, and whenever we decided to open up a, another business, we couldn't do it without the coffee. So we just did it with two things that we both love. We both love a good cup of coffee. Gotcha. And of course I love a good cigar.
0: So, so how, did, how did you get the boss lady to buy into on cigars? Like, that was tough, okay? because so she was, hated cigars. Was it the smell?
1: <laughs> I think it's just, I don't know. I, I think it was anything that seems to be controlling have a level of control of me Uh she doesn't like and so if it was if if this is something that controlled me she was just Mm -hmm. against it
0: respect yeah so did you have to take her somewhere like special no i just think it was one of those
1: things where she just decided that it was she's always been a ride or die that's good so if it's something that She knew I wanted to do. Uh She's gonna get him behind me for support and probably to watch over, you know, (laughs) and make sure I didn't bust my head. I could be wrong with that, but that would be my impression.
0: Would would we say ride or die, or would you say like, what what was
2: Uh, it? I'm definitely a ride or die girl, but I think part of me, you know, cause um, he's part of me and I'm part of him. I like it. So to let him do something by himself uh, we've always
0: done figured out together.
2: how to do it together yeah. you know yeah. ministry you know ministry we've always figured out i mean cuz he was a pastor but i was over kid the kids ministry so even though it was two separate type of things we were still together the same that's in good. the same thing uh, that's vein. good that's yeah. real good so and then the other thing is i just know his strengths and my strengths his strengths he's got vision of this is what i want to do and he's got the Let's go do it type of thing, mm-hmm. but it, it, the planning that goes around that is he doesn't have that skill set where not I do my lane. so yeah, yeah and he knows. and he, know, he <laughs> we both know what we're both good at and not good at, so rather uh-huh. than just let him go try it by himself, I mean why would I why would I allow him to do something, and I know there's a, a part missing, you know, yeah, a piece of the puzzle that needs to f- be fulfilled, mm-hmm. so I was just like, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. I like that. I, I
0: like that. I think that's amazing because in the time frame that we live nowadays, yeah. your a lot of partners will let you fail. Yeah. To maybe to give you the I told you some speech, mm-hmm. but maybe at the same time because they want you to ask. Mm-hmm. But I think it's sad that we have to ask our partners for things that we know that, that we we, uh, we, we need and need. we can do and you know yeah. and, and go through it. 100%. So when you look at like life and it's 24 hours in a day and be- besides doing this, mm-hmm. what does 24 hours of a day look like for you too? we well, we'll say on a Friday. Let me give get, get a good busy day. I'd like for her to go
1: first to give me a chance to think about
0: <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: it. Go ahead. <laughs> on a Friday.
2: Um, on a good Friday, um, I'm either working here, mm-hmm. but if I'm not working here, then my, myself, William, and Aubrey, our daughter, are at the other shop in the morning, okay. getting it prepped and ready for Friday night. Right. So we're just making sure we've got the change making sure ice making sure everything's ready to go ashtrays are out all of that presentation is important when people first come in especially you know the third or fourth fifth time someone's there they know what to expect right but when it's someone's first time coming um they don't know what to expect so we want to make sure our best foot is forward so on friday mornings we're usually getting ready for that moment where people walk in for their first time and usually that's a friday or saturday
0: okay yeah what about you you go with the say dinner
1: well, you know, you know, just to be transparent, you know, I'm re- trying to find my way, you know, with the the busyness that we are. I get up in the morning sometime in a cloud, trying to figure out, okay, where do I start? Because there's so much for us to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know I got to clean the shop, but, you know, sometimes I'm just sitting on the side of the bed thinking.
0: Uh-huh
1: how we're going to do what we got to do, uh-huh. you know? So, uh-huh. so, so, so my day starts with honestly, just, you know, sit, getting on the side of this saying a prayer, like, okay, God, you know, I got a prayer. I always pray, you know, wise men steps are ordered by the Lord order mine today. Cause I honestly, that's your prayer every day, every day. Say it one more time. A wise man steps are ordered by the Lord order mine today.
0: I like it. Cause I, like I don't
1: it. know what, to, I, sometimes I don't know where to start because yeah. there's so much to do. Right so and there's so much i want to do.
0: now that's that's me yeah so so i'll i'll, I'll kind of contrast and go we'll go back and forth a little bit yeah. so with me waking up every morning it's constant yeah. right now it's some change that's going to go of course yeah. there's some things that's going to be different yeah but my mind is constantly racing before i went to sleep and then right. when i wake up yeah. so you do need that that moment stop right think, like just to process start? it right yeah so my hour is definitely praying, and then my hour, I go straight to music. Yeah, Music gets me rolling, gets me yeah. going. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, yeah. a lot of times I'm trying to make it to the gym before yeah. I go work one and go yeah. do other things, yeah. and then putting my mind into this as yeah. well. Yeah, When you look at that, what does that hour of like solace, peace look like for both of you? Yeah. Like what's that hour where you're just kind of sitting there and you're like, yeah. I don't have to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's on Friday night when you sit there and you look yeah. and you take a breath yeah. and you look at the crowd. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. dang, we got a full house and everybody, not yeah. so much of the, the the revenue. It's about the money and right. stuff, but just seeing everybody smiling faces. Yeah. I yeah. know that has to put like a oh, different kind sure, of... for sure.
1: For sure. Well, you know, to be quite honest, for us in the morning, when I kind of get started, like I said, you know, in the past, it always has been, let me get time in prayer. Let me get some time in the Word. Let me get after it. Right. But here, here of late, probably since we've started this business, it's been when you wake up, gotta go. So it's just been, you know, time and prayer, walk the dogs, and I'm here cleaning up. Okay. Fixing, doing something, but opening.
2: That, that hour of solace that? that he's asking about. Sorry. Uh-huh. That hour of solace that he's asking about. Yeah. I think in our house looks like. Us going to the kitchen, making a cup of coffee or tea and just sitting at the table.
1: Yeah. You know, if I could get that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If I, I mean, you know, and just keep it real. I mean, we, we, for the last year and a half, I think, I don't want to say I'm chasing my tail, but I mean, there's just so much to do.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, But I think that's good that people will know that you're coming from a place of like transparency and saying, Hey, we, we might make it look easy. But it, but it but it ain't no, and I think that's you, you lose some of your time, you lose some of your yeah. way. Yeah. But like you said, your steps are ordered. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of things, if it's not supposed to be, yeah. it won't be. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. we joke a lot, of me yeah. and you, like, hey, sure. you can come and sit down. You can yeah, come sit down. Sure. Yeah. But it's a timing thing. Yeah. And yeah. everything has to work yeah. in alignment yeah. of like, oh God, I want yeah. you to do it. Yeah. So when you look at your kids, yeah. Your brother, you said. Yeah. Um, grandkids, how do you feel like when they look at you? Do you feel like you're giving them a service, like how to dream? Yeah. Do you feel like you're just teaching them how to like be your own boss? Like, what are your thought processes when you look at your kids and and yeah. they see you, the image yeah. of both of you, yeah. like how do you think that they perceive you or you hope that they, they perceive I you? I would
1: hope that, you know, for my kids, I think they see a tremendously hard worker. Okay. And then if I'm, if I'm dedicated to it, yeah. I'm dedicated to if I have something I want to accomplish mm-hmm. or a dream that I'm going after, uh-huh. Uh, they see, you
0: Go ahead.
1: They see dad that he if it's something he wants to do, he's going to get it done. Right. So um, I see, I know that they perceive me that way just from the conversations that we
0: had. That's dope. How you feel about it? Uh,
1: I feel like they're accurate, you know. Uh-huh. You know, but you know, I just maybe they don't see the maybe maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know their mindset, but it, it what we do is very difficult.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know because. I mean, you're a guy that's trying to accomplish goals. Yes. And to be quite honest, this is only the the, the iceberg. This right. is only the tip. There's so much more that, <laughs> that we, you want to do. That you want to do. That and you want to you, do. You, you, you think about your time frame, how quickly you can accomplish those things. It's, this is this is just a small smidget. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to, you know, you know, do so much more. You mm-hmm. know, spiritually, financially, business wise uh family it's just so much more i want to do mm-hmm. and you know it's, it seems like the older i get the more i feel like i need to
0: hurry up and kind of rushing the clock like kind of racing the clock yeah, a little bit like i don't think it's so much of yeah. that i think it's more or less of like with me i can always speak for me so yeah. I do get up and I have those days. Like, I'm not doing enough. I need to do more. I want to do this. And yeah. This should already be done, so I can, yeah. I want to write books and yeah. I want to write plays and yeah. I want to do this and I want to do that. Yeah. But I have to live in the moment. Yeah. And I yeah. think as men, that's a hard thing for Very us to difficult. do because we feel like, a man feels like everybody's dependent on me yeah. to come out. Now, you have the best thing that a man could ever ask yeah. for and that's a helpmate. Got a great helpmate. And, and yeah. it's a thing where when you have that, mm. it, it pushes you to places that you never thought oh, you would sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then when you have when you have that and you have some good friends and people that believe in you, yeah. they gotta believe in both of you sure. to walk in the doors. You for see sure. what I'm saying? So when they're walking in the door, they not really walking in for the classic, they, really the they walking in for weird. Yeah. You know, they walking in for, for see, sure, they yeah. they walking in because they know when we get in here, they gonna show me love. Yeah, for sure. And it's gonna make, it's gonna take away from yeah. whatever's going on. Yeah. And like she said. That, that that three times you know, but that mm. that person that, ah, you a classic wins. Yeah. Man, it's good. We going on Friday. I'm yeah. coming. Yeah. Now they come and then you start yeah. seeing them in the middle of the week. Right. You start seeing them in different days and in right. different things. Exactly. So it, it it's it's a reward in that is right. what I'm telling you. Like for sure. I understand it's a lot that for we sure. want to do. For sure. But from what I'm learning. Yeah. From a person who had to learn how to control his blood pressure. Right. For Because sure. I was always stressing Trying and worried. Push. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy yeah. it. I'm talking about walk all the way yeah. through it. Yeah. Let it be for what sure. it's gonna be. For you sure. know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you think? How do you think the kids? How do they see mom? grandma? How do they see? Well, you
2: got you got to understand for for our kids. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. We this is not the first time we've mm-hmm. been 100 percent towards something. So, like having the coffee shops before our daughter worked there. Yeah. You know when she was in high school. Then starting the church up north, you know, it was everybody in our family participated somehow. Got you. You know, whether it was uh, Drew Vacuum in the kids' classrooms or, you know, our son. That's our son, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So um, everyone participated somehow. So to for them, they they saw us gone a lot, but they were with us a lot, you mm-hmm. know, so they have firsthand experience of and we're so not just hanging out. We're we're hanging out. We, yeah. we yeah. really are working. Yeah. That's good. That's so, yeah. good. Um, but now... Onto the generation of grandkids, um, uh, like are just coming here today. My granddaughter was at home and I had come home and I was changing. She was like, where are you going grandma? Are you going to work? And I was like, yeah, just for a little bit. She was like, no, don't go. So to her, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep a balance right. where I'm home for her. You know, when she's there, I get to hang out with her and really focus on her. But, um, but she knows if I'm getting dressed, she sees a hat go on or whatever. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, you going to work, aren't you? Uh-huh. you know, so she's <laughs> always like, no, grandma. So to her, she don't like that we work the way we do. But she's five, so, she, uh-huh. you know, she'll, yeah. as she grows older, she'll see it yeah. still just like yeah. the kids do, you yeah. know? That's
0: yeah. good. That's good. So how many years, Mary? 32. 32. 32. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got to ask the question everybody asks. What, <laughs> what's the secret? What's the, what? 32 years. Uh, I ain't talking about 32 days, 32 yeah. seconds, 32 years.
2: I think transparency is big now it's not easy transparency is okay. easy because you know some things conflict is necessary yeah okay you know what i'm saying before before peace comes so yeah so we got to be transparent with each other when there's things that are needed mm. things that are For um, sure. yeah. you, you know all of it whether it's a complaint whether it's i need this from you that mm. you're not giving me whatever i think we we just need to be transparent and not be afraid of that transparency because some people are afraid to say the hard things, not hurtful, but hard things, Mm -hmm. um, for fear that it might bring some division, but the division's already there. And if you don't address it, then it causes even... Yeah. bigger division without mm-hmm. the other person knowing why there is the divide okay you know so until you are transparent and say xyz yes.
0: then you can't
2: like in the long term you can't say well he didn't xyz well if you'd ever told him how's it how do you expect him to know facts you know so i think for us it's just transparency not now in love it should be in love but not we know not always is it gonna be right in love yeah. but even in that we have to say what's what's bothering us and just be transparent as best we can yeah yeah and give each other a chance to respond to that you know
1: I think for 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 me it's been ministry okay it's been because I've always and I think we've always seen our marriages as ministry and I just I don't want to say lucky is the word but it's we all we just kind of slipped into ministry together okay you know because when we were in our early 20s is when i got into ministry okay 24 25 and so part of that getting into ministry together working together ministry it wasn't just it was it was the transparency but was also i had a god that i'm trying to please gotcha you know and so if 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 i'm Acting inappropriate or saying inappropriate things or hurtful things or not being the man that I need to be, mm-hmm. then it wasn't just her words that corrected me. It was maybe I'm reading through the word, Okay. you know, and I'm like, you know, that, you know, the Bible talks about um, if 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 you don't treat your wife right, right, your prayers won't be answered. I like it, and I remember reading through that in First mm-hmm. Peter one day and seeing that scripture, thinking, okay, so your prayers will be hindered is what it says it talks about the king james so okay so if i'm not treating my wife right or if i'm not being a good father to the kids or not being a provider all of those things you know it, it was for me it was the buffer for me has been over the years has been you know me trying to align myself up with what the scripture calls a good man okay you know what i'm saying
0: no i get that and i get that it,
1: you know as we have the conversation, she might confirm something that I'm wrestling with anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: Or I may confirm something she's wrestling with if yeah. I have a complaint or, or something. You know. So it's, it's, you know, I, I would
0: attribute our success to to yes. our to our spiritual walk. Okay. So with with that, like, 26, you said ministry. Was that was that like family already was doing it? Like, how did it how, how did it did that that, come about? How did it jump up on you? Well, for for,
1: for us, I mean, coming out of college. Uh, what college,
0: by the way? I- McPherson.
1: McPherson. That's where we met in college. Okay. McPherson College. I uh, really was just kind of, you know how kids talk about finding themselves? Yeah. <laughs> just just trying to think, what do I do next? Getting that degree, a degree in accounting or whatever, and like, what do I do next? And, and my stepfather's a pastor. Okay. And so, you know, it was a natural transition for me to get involved in ministry. And so from getting out of college, looking for work and think, you know what, this is, it was a calling, you know, more or less. And so I stepped into that and and we kind of ran together and just grew. Mm -hmm. You know, we went from attending a church to pastoring at the same church I was attending to being planted
0: years later. That's good. So So, when he's going through that and you, and it's a transition, was it already something in your mind too? Or did it was like, it's, I trust him enough to lead, or how would you feel like being the, as they would say, the first lady, and you've got your own identity and things like that, how did you balance it?
2: Well, I f- when I first met him in college, there's times that I would walk over to his dorm room, and he'd have his Bible open, he'd just be sitting there reading it for no reason. Okay. You know, in the middle of <laughs> that. On a Tuesday. And we're here we are, college students. He's not preaching. You know, yeah. he's not... He's not getting ready to teach a Bible study in right. town or nothing so I'm like okay so, you know so that was the first clue to me that yeah. this is something that was
0: a part of yeah. him not right.
2: just not just important to him but it was just a part of him mm-hmm. you know so um, I think it was like I, I think Aubrey was like 2 years old our daughter was like 2 maybe yeah. and he was like I want to get ordained to be a minister you know so I was like oh, okay I, again I knew it was coming cuz seeing him in college like right. that I was like okay and so, um, but then later on, the, it was, okay, I'm going to go to seminary, you know, so then that there, now there's the question, because then it's a sacrifice of time with a family because now you go to seminary every right, Saturday, right? you know, and then of course you're doing your studies during the week, but still going to seminary on Saturday. And then at the same time, he was getting his master's in college at the same time. So during the week, it was classes on mm. Saturday, it was seminary. You know, so that was a time period that we didn't really see a lot of each other. You know, um, he was home as far as you know every night and studying, but there was just a corner of the bedroom that was his quiet corner that I didn't I didn't go to the bedroom very often. I stayed out in the in the living room with the kids, you know, and gave him his time to mm-hmm. do his studies and stuff and when it's time to go to bed, I'd put her to bed and then I'd go to bed and he'd still be up studying. So, I but but to say. For me, I just knew it was something that was part of him to begin with anyway. So yeah. it wasn't for me like a big transition or like, wow, yeah. you mean, no. The well,
0: reason why I really ask because you, you hear some people now, they're like, I don't think I could be that. I don't think I could be in that. So the fact that you embraced it once again goes back to being like a great help mount, helpmate in the sense of it because that's a big responsibility mm-hmm. for him to have and then for you to say, hey, get your master's, go to school, mm-hmm. uh, get your ministry and everything going and then like, follow mm-hmm. but not follow from that but like side by side mm-hmm. and i think that's that that's my advice that i mm-hmm. give to relationships mm-hmm. couples people anybody like walk side by side like mm-hmm. you don't have you don't have to mm-hmm. now you hold the door for her, of course when she mm-hmm. comes through mm-hmm. but it might be a day that you have to hold the door in the sense of hey you don't want to do this mm-hmm. or hey you want to do this in the sense of business or you want to do that so it's different you see what i'm saying i feel like so,
2: support mm-hmm. though i mean if you want to know how to help your mate the start out with support because okay like when I went to get my ma- to finish my undergrad mm-hmm. there was a lady that I went to school with that her husband didn't support her and there was times that she wouldn't come to class mm-hmm. you know all this other stuff so I would call her and say, "Hey, you. you know, where are you?" And so you know to hear her say, mm-hmm. you know, there's issues with her husband cuz he don't want her to go to school. Like, yeah. wow. You know, where wow. To me that was a wow to to see people didn't want to see their spouse succeed. Yeah. So for me, I was thankful to have the support when I wanted to go back to school the same way I wanted him to have the support because it's so hard anyway to accomplish some of those things and to do it without mm-hmm. the support of your spouse, I couldn't imagine, you know? so And then when I went to get my master's, the support that he gave me through that too, you know? That, so, I mean, you, it's, it's, like I said, it's hard to accomplish these things mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to do it without the support of your spouse yeah. would be... Yeah. Uh, It would be just double hard, so yeah. So I would say to me, it's just whatever their dream is. I I don't and I don't want to be the one to hinder his dreams either. You know, that would be like hindering his blessings. You know, I don't want to be in the way of that. So, if he says this is what I want, okay, let's figure out how to get it done. You know, that's good.
0: That's good. I like that. I like it. So, so we we fortunate enough we have 24 hours in the day, right? (laughs) if you could add an extra hour, Mm. what would you spend it doing? If you had an extra hour, you say, hey, I Mm. I just want to, I get an extra hour in this day. What would you spend it doing? And I ask because with me, it's it's, uh, organization. Yeah. Uh, With me, it's uh, taking time more with my Mm. kids, Mm. Uh, sleeping, Mm. like really like locking everything down turning the TV off, going to sleep. Like, what would your extra hour be? For me,
1: to be honestly, you know, you know, it's kind of great we're having this conversation because one of the things that it's just that organization just prioritizing, just to stop. Because for the last, I'm saying, since we started this business and things have been growing so fast, we haven't had time to just stop. So y'all need a vacation. Well, even on our vacation, it seems that we're we're still kind of holding the, hold the range. Is everything okay? Do you need anything? <laughs> Phone rings. Everything good? So
0: are they telling you, like, don't call us no more. We got it. Y'all just have a good yeah. time? Yeah. but you people kinda that we have
1: working for. You kind of hard-headed? Yeah. I don't know
0: why I feel like you are the hard-headed. <laughs> Y'all I feel good? Like she's like, oh, Turn yeah, the fans on. Cool,
1: you make sure the fans on, you make sure... Yeah, so some of it is trusting the people that you have working for you. But, it. but at the end of the day, if I had an, an extra hour, it would be, you know, it, you know, time to sit and prioritize think maybe you know process process a little bit more Mm -hmm. because you get more done go further faster when you have time when you do when you when you work smarter not harder Mm -hmm. and just trying to think okay what's the best move what's what's the easiest way to get to this thing without spending a lot of money and wasting a lot of time you know what i mean Mm -hmm. obviously sometimes you have to spend money you gotta spend money yeah because it's it's a process of learning you know some some uh mistakes are expensive but but you learn a
0: lot. Catch. Gotcha.
1: So, okay. So, yeah, that's what I would do. Uh-huh. Yeah. What about you?
2: Um, I live by my planner. So I don't think an, <laughs> an extra hour of me being in my planner would be helpful. Because I've got true. it. <laughs> <laughs> so so to me, it would be the, the R and D. You know, to me, would be the research and development. That's what I would do for the uh-huh. extra hours. Some more research. Yeah, more research. Like, what other things could we do to benefit the business? How could we uh-huh. introduce this? Or mm-hmm. what what event could we Look do it. that would reach a different demographic of people to come? Um, designing shirts and putting those on the we'll website. Like, yeah, what, you know, all of that. So mine is mine would be research what's our and development. Next
1: location. Hold <laughs> on, we're about to get to, that. We're about to We're about to get to that. What, 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 what other, other businesses can we get into? That kind of thing. Okay. Now, right. now,
2: I guess it would depend, too, because if I was, if we, th- like, this past month, we had, I counted, we had, like, eight different events that either we were a part of or we hosted.
0: Gotcha. So,
2: if that happened again, I'd probably take that extra hour and sleep,
0: you gotcha. know. Gotcha.
2: But outside of that, it'd be R&D. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: So, so you, said, uh, you said something earlier, and I... Wanted to make sure I you know, highlighted it. You adopted your, your younger brother?
1: Yes. Uh, when, I, when I was 26, my dad died. Okay. And that left my brother with his mom, who was also a younger mother. Gotcha. And so he moved in with us, really, at my wife's. He you know, went to my dad's funeral, and my wife fell in love with him. Uh-huh. And just kind of pulled him in. You know, how'd you spend the night? You know, and him spending the night a couple of nights turned into us, you know, adopting them. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, raising them just like he's one of our kids. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: How, how, I, I got brothers, I got yeah. sisters. Yeah. It's the transition with, your, you know, losing your father. Uh-huh. Uh I know it was a lot on your shoulders, you know, in For that sure. sense. For sure. And then you want to make them proud, right? For sure. But to adopt your brother, yeah. and then you kind of discipline him as a dad, and yeah. he's looking at you as mom. Deuce yeah. now, like, yeah. how is like how, how how different is age?
1: It was hard. He's t- he was forty one, and I'm fifty four. So it ain't two much. No, about twelve years, 11, 12 years. It was hard. Okay. It was hard. I mean, for him early on, when he hit about eleven or twelve, I realized that if I didn't thump his head, yeah, then he was gonna thump mine. Cause, okay, because he's a big boy. Okay. So we, we disciplined him hard early and, you know, gained a lot of respect because I didn't just discipline, I loved him and disciplined. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's yeah. good. And so as, and so once he hit about 13 or 14, he, he understood, this is my big brother. He calls me old man. Yeah. He knows I love him and he, and he you know, and was able to, he's got a great family now yeah. doing his thing, you know, on his own. So, yeah, it wasn't a hard transition for us. What about?
2: When William and I first met, he said, if you had a million dollars, what would you do with it? And I said, I would start an orphanage, you know, because I love kids. So then to have a situation come to where, um, and I don't, I I met Antoine maybe once or twice before the funeral, when he was younger, younger. And he's very facetious, you know, little sneaky thing. Yeah. So cute, you know, so he loved people, you know. Um, So to see that in him. And then when their dad passed away, I can remember before dad, his dad passed away, his dad was a trucker. Mm. So he was always on the road. So he would call he would call and He'd say, hey, you need to take Antoine in. Take You, you Antoine. need to take him. You need to take him. You know, so then when his dad's passing happened, I was like, okay, you need to take him. It's time. You need it's to time. take him. Yeah. So for me, the transition, again, because I love kids, you know. Yeah. Um, it wasn't hard. I mean, it was hard in the sense that it caused uh, a change in our household our rhythm. Our family, family, you know, because at that time we had Aubrey and she was like two. So, but it, so it changed the rhythm of mm-hmm. what it looked like, the dynamics in the house. But um, it was an adjustment that yeah. was necessary, and it, so it didn't look like, it didn't make it seem it's like not, it, it wasn't mature. grudging. Mature. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: That made No mature. I mean, that's, that's good. Yeah.
2: Like though like
0: yeah. like I'm i like I'm, like, I'm kinda of taking it in, man, because my all my siblings, I have an older brother.
1: Uh-huh.
0: but it's it's crazy cause some days I'm the oldest. Yeah. If you can get it. Yeah, you know? for sure. And even when my older brother calls sometimes, I'm like, bro, like, I wish this was the other way around.
1: <laughs> I should be giving you this. You know, advice. Yeah,
0: but yeah. 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 And then you hear it and then it flowed mm-hmm. and then you bring up you bring your you bring your brother in, he's now he's Kind of like an essential son, but yeah. still your brother. Yeah, and you have your daughter going into it, so now she gets, she gets to you know help raise somebody yeah. and, I, and like show the ropes and everything. Yeah. And then they got a they got a, a stronger got a bond. Strong bond. So yeah. that's like, bro, that's that's yeah. amazing. Like yeah. I'm really tripping out on that because people would know, like you mm-hmm. know, what I'm like so it's important. Yeah, I guess like that's yeah. what's making me excited about yeah. it. Like for family. Yeah, and we're in a time now where that's kind of a loss. For like sure. you on your own. For sure. You, you can't figure it out on your own. Like, sure. yeah. And I'm, I'm grateful for my parents yeah. and I'm grateful for my siblings and yeah. I'm grateful for like cousins and friends. Yeah. Because there's been some times where I'm like, I don't know where I'm gonna go, yeah. what I'm gonna do right. in transition from different things. Yeah. But my friends were there. Now yeah. you wish, I got yeah. some older cousins, they like, no, nah, come on, yeah. I got you. Yeah, but you expect for yeah. siblings to do it. And my dad, yeah. my dad pushes that, you yeah. know, so he's big out for real, yeah. you know, he, yeah. that's where it comes from. So. Yeah he always like hey man it's your job mm-hmm. to take care of these mm-hmm. kids mm-hmm. and these and nieces and nephews of yours like yeah. i'm i'm counting on you yeah. and it was a it was a tough role mm-hmm. coming up as a kid yeah. cuz you feel like it's so much responsibility yeah. on so to see that both of y'all did it like
1: yeah.
0: you know i'm big on my nieces and nephews like you want to come to my house yeah my you know when my sisters and brothers were young i'm like hey come spend the weekend with me yeah. and my dad and i'm like why you want them over there with you I'm like i just I don't know if yeah. I feel like it, but it was 18 yeah. on my dad's side. Yeah, it was 18. Yeah, kids so was a lot. blended family. Yeah. yeah, this is a package deal type yeah. situation. For sure, it was a lot of them. Yeah, and when I when I watch them and how they interact, yeah. man, it's, it's so crazy. Yeah. So to hear that, yeah. it's good to know that you're yeah. like people's heart are pure. You know, yeah. like because yeah. like I said, you look you lose track of that in this world. For sure, you'll, you'll sit you'll sit up and you'll look at people. and You're like, dang, y'all yeah. kind of like yeah. devious. Like yeah. Yeah. I, it, it's kind of like it's kind of like <laughs> sees it when she's singing the uh, yeah. when when they come up putting mom in the nursery yeah. home. Yeah. You see yeah. yeah. that's my, yeah. my, like yeah. so you think about like those yeah. things and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah. that's crazy. So yeah. when you look at like your dreams, like your dreams, and I know you said you just getting started, oh, yeah. and I know me and you've spoken. You were uh, a yeah. teacher. Yeah. Was that that, that tied into always loving the kids or did you feel like what made you want to become that teacher
2: i kind of stumbled upon being a teacher honestly okay um i worked at a school before see so i was coaching volleyball i coached volleyball club volleyball i coached college volleyball mm-hmm. and then after college volleyball i started coaching high school volleyball um but i wasn't teaching i was just working in the school system but okay. not teaching but once um my son graduated from the high school that I was coaching at. I thought, okay, my student loans were hitting even harder. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do to pay these student loans? Because what I'm doing right now, I mean, I was a secretary. So I was like, man, this secretary money ain't going to pay that, you know? Um, So I was like, okay, what else? And I was talking to William. I was like, y'all need teachers up there? He was like, you want to teach? And I was like, "I, I could do that. So I, we, I called up and they had a opening. So I met, um, the assistant, the, one of the principals, and so she did a short interview. We were friends, though, so she knew me yeah. and she knew my personality. She knew, like, my work ethic. So she was like, this is just just because I'm, I have to say that we interviewed, you know. So she asked me the questions, and right after that, she was like, okay, but I'm going to need you to get certified. And I was like, okay, what do I need to do that? So they helped me enroll into a certification program. And I got it within the first year, took the test, passed it the first time, so became a certified teacher. So I jumped into it like 100 percent, loved it. I was one of the first teachers there every day, one of the last ones to leave. You can ask him, he'd be so mad, like, can we go home? Because <laughs> we would ride together. It was the yeah. same building he worked in. So he was like, can we go home now? You know, um, And but I just wanted to feel prepared for them. But I wanted to feel like I could give them the best. and. The other thing, the school that I was at was all minority kids mostly. Like, gotcha. It was like 97 percent minority kids. Mm-hmm. So to me, that was like I was in heaven, right. you know so to be able to teach kids that um, other people may say have a deficit, you know to begin with, well, me being a brown woman to be able to go into that classroom and mm-hmm. represent brown people with them to say, and I think that that just it, was, it expanded them greatly to see mm-hmm. someone who looked like them in the classroom right. versus mm-hmm. gotcha. someone who didn't at all whatsoever Thanks. and couldn't and couldn't understand how to mend with them or have the same understanding the same background the same all of that you know so um to me that was important and, mm. it, and it helped it helped me solidify that I'm, I'm in the right place gotcha. you know so I enjoyed it I loved it What's yeah
0: the, the number man Mr. Accountant how did we get to account? Well, i um,
1: always been good with numbers. Okay. Um, I think the only reason I graduated college is because she did all my English papers.
0: <laughs> the truth comes out. Truth. <laughs> truth. <laughs> and if it was chemistry
1: or anything to do with math, I would mm-hmm. I would just, you know, do it without even blinking. So that was part of the reason why I went into accounting. In fact, I got an accounting degree because I had taken so many courses that the, the, the advisor said, William you got to choose a major.
0: And you I didn't said, have a major. I didn't
1: have yeah. a major. Okay. He said, well, you've taken so many math courses. Why yeah. don't you go into this? And I said, okay. So it actually was the advisor that said go into accounting okay. because I had so many courses in accounting. Okay. So after I graduated, you know, uh, it, it was just easy for me to transition. I worked for Parks and Rec and, and for the uh, city of Kansas City as an accountant. Okay. Went, and then I worked for GE Capital as a commercial asset-based lender. Did that for a while, and uh, transitioned from that into ministry, and I was kind of bivocational. Mm-hmm. You know, once I graduated from seminary and got my master's degree, right. I just continued um, growing in the county and ended up getting the school, the job at the charter school as a CFO. Mm-hmm. I started as a bookkeeper, essentially worked up my way up to to the, you know the the chief financial officer
0: and that's where y'all was doing that's where the charter
1: school that's where she worked at at Allen Village and so I just did that for years and bi-vocational and you know did that for several years and then in transition from that into this
0: it's been a good uh, transition though yeah so we 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 had a good place we had a good place I'm looking at my numbers Uh but I got a few things up here on this on this table Uh and um I don't really play chess or so I don't Ooh. want y'all to be fooled. <laughs> I asked them earlier about the kings and queens and all that, but they going to teach me. But I got some, 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 some. I call them sticks, we'll call them cigars for the sense of mm-hmm. everybody being politically correct. Uh-huh. How? Well,
1: how, why did we go into the, to the cigar? Well, part of it was, you know, one of my dreams was to be like Tony Evans. I wanted yeah. to, I wanted an influence, right? And and so, pastoring the church and that dissolved in in uh, December of 2021, twenty twenty one twenty twenty whenever whenever COVID hit. Yeah, twenty. I mean, I really was lost, like, cause that was that wasn't just mm-hmm. that was who we were for so long. Right, months, right. From from God, from twenty six years old till. 51 that's all i did that's that's what you did pastor pastor on some level whether i'm doing in the kids ministry whether i'm yeah so i mean and you know i almost felt i kind of felt like a failure to some extent Mm. like because what am i gonna do now you know this dream that i had so the influence is you know whatever so coming into this has been interesting to to try to figure out okay how is god using this for ministry because you know because be mean, this is a cigar shop.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> so. I mean,
0: it just happens to be. It just, it, it I, just, I, happens. I just happens to be. A, it, might be a, it might be a mobile pool pit. Yeah. Two different you know, buildings. You right. might have two different locations. Yeah. If you, depending on how you look at it. Because I think when, when when people talk to you, all jokes aside, they know. Yeah. They know. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not a, it wasn't a. A gimmick. It yeah. wasn't a, but it, it seemed, it's in yeah, you always going to be sure there. You always going to minister. Yeah. You always going to give them people what they need as right. far as that extra push. Like you're going right. walk to walk with right. them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So definitely that.
1: So what I was saying is part of it was, okay, so I was kind of the other day, I was sitting down thinking about our influence. Like, mm-hmm. like, okay, we pastored for 15 years and our influence was 20 years. Our influence was North Kansas City. We had some influence around Kansas City. We've been in the cigar business for two years. We have people, I have, I was looking on our Facebook account, Instagram account, people from California, Uh from all over the country, some people from different parts of the world Uh that have gotten on our Instagram account, Facebook account. And uh, so I'm thinking, okay, okay, Lord, how are you using this, you know, for your glory? And even when you think about the cigar thing, and again, you know, once we're, you're a man like I am, anytime you jump into something, you want to be good at it.
0: Great at it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Good to great. right? Good to great. So, okay. So we thought about even that, you know, the cigar thing. We thought, well, that's more of our influence. So uh, I didn't, you know, you think about my my face being on those spirits.
0: Right. I, I know you bucked <laughs> the system
1: for some reason. Yeah. For so, some reason,
0: I just think you're like, no, nah, just I don't want it.
1: Yeah. And so even that was part of my wife's, hey, let me take a picture of you, you know, and it just kind of went from that to, well, let's make that an emblem. Let's do this. Let's do that. So, so I think about even our influence now here uh-huh. is far more outreaching than it was when I pastored. Mm-hmm. So now that, you know, you think about how do I transition this into, and it's been a battle. It's been mm-hmm. a uh internal battle like you know because there's a lot of things here you know that mm-hmm. are good and bad you know but i you know i said it's everywhere you know but here it's just it's it's here you know no doubt about it so trying to figure out how to use this place as a platform mm-hmm. to grow business and to grow your influence because ultimately that's what business is right. Business is influence right the bigger your influence you know, give me business lesson. No, 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 I need it. We, I'm, I'm for out. Listen, listen. <laughs>
0: I got a couple questions. The yeah. bigger
1: your influence, honestly, the more money you can make. If yeah. people know you, they'll do business with you, and they'll buy from you. So then, it's it's giving them that comfort level and trying to in trying to you know Jabez. I think about Jabez' prayer. It's funny. The guy was preaching about this Sunday. You know, he prayed about God enlarging his borders increasing his territory Come and I'm thinking you know I've never really thought about what we've doing as increasing our territory and our borders but it really is you know because ultimately I may talk to someone from from Dominican Republic and they'll mm. talk about what I'm doing how did I get here and just the other day we're talking to a guy oh so you're a preacher no I'm not a preacher now but that's what I've done yeah you know so we, so 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 my territory is Larger than it's ever been. Yes, sir. Influence is larger than it's ever been, and you know. And quite honestly, we're making more money than we ever made.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Can I say something to, <laughs> to add to that? I feel like, um, so thinking back at that time moving forward, um, coaching. When I was a coach, if we're not progressing and getting better, then we're and we're stagnant. Then we're we're never going to do well or win, mm-hmm. right? So even thinking about spirituality, if we stay where we've always stayed and mm-hmm. don't move forward somehow, mm-hmm. then we become stagnant. And when you're stagnant, it's almost like dying. It's almost like you're, so, you're ineffective to where, what's the point of even doing mm-hmm. what you're doing? So um, thinking about that, I've always told William, even when he was passionate, I, I always told him, I think pastors should have like some kind of part-time job. Because when you're in a church and everybody talks the way you do, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and you all say the same things, then where's the challenge? Like, Facts. how are you growing? So, because I can remember being um, at a weekend retreat with the high school students, and the people there. When I first got there, the people were there like, "We about to have a devo," and I was like, "Okay, what's a devo?" And they're like, "Oh, devotion." And I was like, "Okay, so." But by the end, when I went home. And I was talking to my mom, I was like, mom, Debo's were great. And she was like, what's a Debo's? Mm. You know, so when you're in, when you're surrounded and when you're in it Mm -hmm. um, and everyone talks the way you do, it's hard to expand. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard to grow. But um, when you step out of that circle and now you have to talk to. "Quote unquote everyday people." Mm-hmm. Well, then, how do you say those things that you said in church? And make them understand. It. And, and yeah, yeah. That's and where good. how do that's how good. do you reach them yeah. when you're when you're not surrounded by everyone that yeah. thinks like you already? Yeah. that's, that's good. been the
1: challenge here. Yeah, that's been the challenge trying to trying to figure out how to do what we've always done in a different place.
0: Well, I, I'm, I'm I'm there with you. Yeah. When I started this podcast, man, I didn't. I wanted to get some answers for some questions that I didn't have the answers yeah. to. Uh, yeah. With my friends, you would yeah. say, "How can I give you Deacon vibes?" My dad, yeah. Deacon. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, Deacon. deacon. <laughs> like my dad, that's that's old hymns. Yeah. you know. Yeah. If the Lord, like he's that, yeah. you know, when yeah. you, yeah. you, you, you know. Yeah. But to know him prior to, his pivot was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying for him to give his life to God. Yeah. Prior God had, had to it. shake yeah. him. Yeah. You know, like y'all yeah, do. Sure. But even my dad tells me all the time, if it if it if it, if it don't record, mm-hmm. it's because God don't want you to say it. But he also tells me too though, you can't sit in the church and just do they all they saved. Yeah. Quotation. They yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. they all saved. They at got been,
1: they should know better. We gotta go outside yeah, we got and get to, and go get, people see. We got get some new
0: people and yeah. meet them where they are. Yeah. So I I tell you and I commend you guys because that's what y'all are doing. It it may not it may not look traditional, for sure. But everything's changing. You yeah. know, at one point in time it was one way, then it was another way, now it's this way, yeah. you know, and it's gonna evolve again and it'll go back around to that. Yeah. Yeah. Think about COVID. I, at that time, I was attending memorial. You know, yeah, yeah. we're having drive-through service. Like yeah. we've we've had to adapt yeah. to everything. COVID has changed everything. Yeah, where you've had to. Adapt. So I think things. this is still mm-hmm. your ministry, still yeah, doing what
1: you're doing for sure. Yeah, 100.
0: Um, got two more, and okay. we and we there. Okay. If you could talk to young young Will, we'll say 28 hmm. year old Will, what would you say to 28 year old Will? Oh man.
1: Um, one of the things I would say for sure is don't be afraid to take risk. Okay. Yeah, because I think we've always, I felt like we've always kind of jumped out there, but some things I didn't do because I was afraid to do. I like it. Yeah. So I would say don't be afraid to take risk and be patient.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: 25. Um, 25. Knowing what I know now. Yeah. Um, I would get a degree in something different. <laughs> My degree is in health and exercise science because I wanted to be a volleyball coach, a college volleyball coach. Got you. Um, so, but when I became a college volleyball coach, I was never the head coach, mm-hmm. you know, so, and I still had this degree, you know, mm-hmm. and then stepping out of that because the head coach resigned. And so they got rid of all the staff. So it wasn't even an option. Then going to coach in high school, like, I was thinking, okay, how does this degree how do I apply this degree now um, so I would change my degree I'd do it in like marketing, I'd do okay. it in design, you know like interior design, things uh-huh. like that, things that I know that many businesses would need right even ours like, right, you know, especially right, ours right. to apply it to us, but um rather than that's what I enjoyed. So oh. I don't bump people for chasing what they enjoy, but I also, there's a finance side of it too. You okay. know what I'm saying? So if I can't, cause I knew what college coaches made and how much, how little they made. And right. If I really wanted to make more money, we'd have to move out of state. And I knew we, that wasn't an option with the church, you mm-hmm. know? So I just should have been smarter about that. Like I can do that. I can coach volleyball, but I didn't have to get my degree. Mm -hmm. like in that to coach volleyball i could have got my degree in other things you know that made more financial sense but were things that I enjoy because i enjoy decorating i -hmm. enjoy Mm -hmm. marketing i enjoy party planning i enjoy that type of thing so i should have been more in that venue um that could have made more money and sustained us a little more that way and then apply it here because health and exercise science ain't gonna help us here (laughs) you know so that's that's what i would say but Um, There's not a lot besides that I would change, I think. Um, Even in the things that we've done, made mistakes, they still made us who we are. Yes. Even in the avenues that we thought were good, but we look back and aren't or weren't. I mean, it's okay because all things work together for the good to them that love God. So they made us who we are today. And so I'm I'm okay with that. I'm thankful for that. Okay.
0: So I do a question, but I. I noticed you missing a piece, you know, y'all the Fedora, Fedora twins normally, ah. you know. <laughs> I know y'all do the hats thing, that's real big. I seen the Kentucky Derby thing and mm. seen more presence on social media. So, um, you guys have about eight different flavors that are available, the house cigar. Yes. Uh, can you run them off to
1: me? Sure, we've got cognac flavored, blueberry, uh, strawberry. strawberry, grape, peach, peach pineapple, pineapple. Maduro. Come on, that's, that's a squirrel. That's the one. a stick. That Maduro's a great stick. Mm-hmm. A squirrel is a great stick. It's a it's a really smooth stick. Dominican wrap, habana. Dominican's uh filler with habana wrap. It's a really smooth stick. If you mm-hmm. haven't tried that squirrel, you really need to try it. It's okay. a great stick. Yeah.
0: All right. And then um days of the week. So as far as the normal itinerary, mm-hmm. what do you, what do you look like on the in the evenings on the The name is Wednesday,
1: uh uh, Tuesday nights, just a regular night at the uh, big shop on Burlington. But Wednesday through Saturday, always live music. Mm -hmm. And that is that Wednesday and Thursday is jazz. Bring it down because our Friday and Saturday is so high, a lot of energy. But that Wednesday and Thursday on purpose, we wanted to bring it down. Guys can come in and watch a game and listen to music at the same time. Matter of fact, that's probably what guys are doing tonight. Mm -hmm. Thursday night, same thing. Here, this shop is open Monday through Sunday, seven days a week. Always come in early, get your a good cup of coffee, Frappuccino. Start your day day out. You know, I see guys come in the morning. I got one guy comes here every morning faithfully. Gets in the corner, do a little quiet. He calls it his uh, quiet time. Uh, He's a Steve Montague he does a little bible study and he gets out on his own so we've got some guys that come here pretty good this shop is doing well we kansas city north kansas city has treated us well so so we we're looking forward to doing one a year until we get to 10.
0: until we get to 10. and so last question yeah legacy what does it look like
1: for us is the legacy is again to continue to grow our influence increase our territory uh, leave my kids with something that, you know, that they can tangible, you know, that they can, you know, jump right into and continue living if doing this thing, you know, at some, this, you know, cigars pretty much run by themselves, you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, just people come in once it gets established. So this is something that'll be here when I'm long gone, Mm -hmm. you know? So in terms of legacy and and, and not just the financial piece, but, you know, the work ethic piece, Mm -hmm. what it takes to be successful, chase your dreams, um, be respectful, kind, you know? Good, that's good. All those things, you know?
0: I love it. Anything to add?
2: Um, It's a family business too, you know? So just seeing Aubrey involved in it the way she is, Uh you know, um, the way Antoine, was involved in it you know all of that so to me just to continue um letting them see their place in it okay um letting them like you know because everyone needs to feel like what do i bring yes you ma'am. Know, what's my value to this mm-hmm. and and honestly everyone that's involved is valued from the employees everybody i mean everyone's got everybody a value that they bring to it so sure. um so to me legacy is just seeing them Mm -hmm. Um, and how they entwine their lives with it and how God can move them through it and for them just to discover how God can use them in this, Mm. you know. um, One of the biggest discussions that we continue to have is from other people asking us, well, how can you reconcile being a Christian to owning what they call a nightclub? It's not really a nightclub. It's a cigar lounge, you know. But how do you reconcile that? So for us is showing people how to reconcile our family, how our family is still a family that loves the Lord, that still wants to follow him and do his purpose. But this is just an avenue with which he's given us right Mm -hmm. now to do it. And not everyone understands that, you know, not everyone can see how that merges together because to them it's two different worlds. But, you know, um, when they call Jesus the wine bever, Think about Luke chapter five, verse 27, where he says, I've come for the ill, not for the people that are well and whole. Mm -hmm. So um, for us, this is to me, it's almost like William talks about picking low fruit. You know how easy it is to pick low fruit, you know, so for for us to me, you know, the hospitals where sick people go. You know so it 's easy to mend people that are sick mm-hmm. when they go to the hospital, yeah you go, but for Christians to go to a church where everyone is how do I say it? not everyone wants to say what they 're really dealing with, not everyone mm-hmm. wants to be honest, not everyone can f- feel safe about this is what my struggle is because of the judgment that they may find or. Feel that they'll find in church, but you go to the cigar lounge. People say what they really Boy, feel. They say what they feel. You <coughs> know, they, they they, they they mean, mean, that. Yeah. I've seen, I've felt yeah. more honesty here in this environment than I do sometimes in church. You know, and in that case, then we can be honest with each other, and we and I can say, well, this is what my struggle was too. Mm-hmm. You know, so I and think here's ministry. Here's where I can get help. You know, yeah, here's
1: the things that I've done. So ministry
2: yourself. can happen differently, and it can and, happen anywhere. Yeah, That's yeah, good. absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I just yeah. want. So legacy is to see that the, we're still, this is still a ripple effect of how we can, how God merges into everything we do, yes, yes. you know, even for them. And what is that going to look like for them? Because eventually, you know, Aubrey and the kids, they're going to take over it right, right. eventually. So how will that look once they take over? Gotcha. You know? How, yeah. how do they how,
0: will they how do they bind do God into yeah. that for them so i think they, i think they have some good teachers yeah. <laughs> i think they'll be good so i tell everybody yeah. all the time uh, yeah. never goodbye i always see you yeah. later um I want to thank you guys me uh, as well as a uh, photography uh we appreciate y'all for opening our doors sure. um we was doing this at a hookah spot yeah and then i met will, and he was like will you do i'm like can I like come on, mm. and it's been going on and on, yeah. and y'all blessed me a couple of weeks ago when y'all reached back out because I was taking a hiatus. Mm. Cause it, you know, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the one and yeah. he's behind the camera. I try to get him to come in front of the camera. Like, yeah. He don't want yeah. to. He yeah. tell me I get a haircut. He's kind of like I, like you know, she's <laughs> like back there, she's there, but she's not there. So he's kind of like that. So, yeah. Yeah. but I tell everybody all the time, man, I love y'all. I thank I you for you too, that. Uh, yeah. May God be your direction, uh, you. and we be your seatbelt in this thing called life. Yeah. Until we see each other again, man. Y'all be cool, be safe. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you.